I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Well, hello there. This is episode one of Finding the Floor. I am so excited to start this podcast. Um, I've been thinking about doing this or something like this for a while, and I'm kind of excited that I'm actually doing something. So I'm just going to start off, introduce myself a little bit, and we're going to get into some stories and try to find meaning through it all. I'm Camille Johnson. Um, I am a mother of five kids. I love to tell stories about our lives together, and that's kind of what I'm going to be doing, as well as just kind of sharing meaning that I found throughout my life. I've been married for 21 and a half years almost, happily married, and just love my husband a ton, and been grateful that we have this wonderful life together. So why am I doing this? I, like I said before, I've just had a feeling that I need to share some stories and um, if I can inspire people along the way, I think that would be a great benefit to this podcast, whatever it becomes. Okay, so this first episode one, I am going to talk a little bit about the 90-10 principle we have in our family. It's a 90-10 clean up is what we call it. And this principle was started by my husband um, because we have five kids and because they are always making tons of messes, especially when they're little. My kids are now, like my oldest is 20 and my youngest is 10. So they're a lot older and still make a ton of messes, but they're a little different. But if, you know, if you're in the midst of having small children and you know, they just like pour piles out or have tons of trains and Legos and cars and just tons of things that they just get out and they keep on getting them out and don't put them away. So we, in our basement, we had this train table. It was like one of those trains tables with two drawers underneath. And my husband got this idea to have the kids get all excited to help out. It would be like, all right, every, because it was just a glorious mess. I mean, every, it was just like every, and everyone was just like sad that they had to clean up this mess because you look at the floor and, which is why I'm naming this Finding the Floor because we couldn't really even see the floor. So here we are, we're just trying to clean up and motivate our kids. And so my husband just was like, all right, we're just going to put everything on the train table. Everything that is on the floor, we're just going to start by putting everything on the train table. And so for them, that was like, oh, well, that's easy. Everyone got involved. They just start making this giant pile on the train table. So here you have the giant pile on the train table. But my husband, who's 
I think he's a genius and he's a smart guy and he's he's just kind of funny and he's like, look, we're going to get the room 90% clean in 10% of the time. And then we spend the rest of the time dealing with this giant pile. So it is fun, like that first 10 I don't know. It takes less than 10 minutes. I mean, it's like really quick to just make a giant pile in the middle of the room. Right. And you just pile everything up and it's super fun. But then you get to that pile and you're just like, oh, the pile and it's giant. But then you just make some game and everyone just like finds wherever it needs to go. You just find find the basket, put it away, find the cars anyway. You sort and everything kind of gets clean pretty fast. What I love about the 90-10 cleanup principle is just this idea that your room can look clean really fast. After like, because sometimes it's so easy to walk into a room, especially after kids have just been like playing happily. And it's just like, I don't know how sometimes I wanted to like have a video and just watch like the thought processes of how the toys get wherever they went because there were just like random toys in the corners and did they throw things or they like playing I don't know what they're doing but it was just anyway back to what I loved about it was after you see this mess which fills and looks so overwhelming and then in less than 10 minutes it's just like most of it's like clean and you can basically vacuum everything and if you had to you could leave the room and be happy and slowly get that pile taken away ideally don't leave the pile because that is one of the drawbacks of the 90-10 principle is just this oh we don't have time to get this pile and so the pile stays there and it gets giant like gets added to and no one wants to deal with the pile so sometimes when my husband suggests a 90-10, I'm thinking, not the 90-10. Because I'm kind of the type of person where I just like, all right, we're going to just pick up things and you're going to pick up in this area and we're going to pick it up and it's all going to work out great. But it's not quite as fast. Um, so sometimes I'm not super psyched about the 90-10, but sometimes it's just so nice to just have a room clean up really quickly and then you deal with this pile and and you're done. Okay, so what is the point of me describing this whole 90-10? And I think it's interesting that I did a little research to see like, okay, well, what else is out there that is called like the 90-10 principle? So in my Google search, um, I found the first thing that came up was this 90-10 from 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. And if you haven't heard of this principle before, it pretty much says 10% of life is made up of what happens to you and 90% is pretty much what how you respond to your life. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. That kind of works with the whole 90-10 cleanup principle. And I've been thinking, trying to, I've been doing a lot of 
thinking and working on how I respond to my life and my kids. And so I thought, I really like that. The 90-10, it kind of goes with my cleanup principle. How do I respond to my life? And it's funny because in two of the searches that I looked up, they shared the same story about this person who gets up and they're having their coffee and their daughter is talking to them and their coffee gets spilled on their shirt. They kind of yell at their daughter and then they go up and they go to change their shirt and they're running late and they forget their briefcase and then their daughter's so upset from being yelled at that she misses her bus. So then she has to get driven to her school and then in this kind of scenario it was a a man who was described as getting upset and and then he's late for work and he ends up just having a horrible bad day the rest of the day. And then it says, well, here's another scenario. If you respond to that differently, this you get coffee spilled on you, then you just say, it's okay, honey, that, that happens and you're still happy and you go and you change your shirt and she's happy. She makes her bus. You remember your briefcase and you get to work with 10 minutes early and you have a great day just because you responded differently to the situation. So I really like that. I think that's a great principle. The 90-10 principle from seven habits of highly effective people. So how really a lot, 90% of your life is how you respond to it or how you even think about your life, which is an interesting principle I've been kind of working on and I really like. The other things that came up was um, this idea of the 90-10 principle at, uh, what was it? 90-10 life and work. So you focus on the hardest part. So let's say you have a list of 10 things and you focus on the hardest part of what you have to get done or the hardest part of something you have to do at work or the hardest part of something at home and you focus on that which is your 10 percent and the other nine things or that one thing that you have to do that's the hardest part and then the other nine things you figure out either a way to delegate those jobs or those things on your list automate it or just delete it from your life and I guess there's this there's this person I don't even oh his name is Jeff Hunter I don't mean to like promote him but if I'm super famous someday, um, you can thank me. Anyway, he has this 90-10 life. And so how you get the most out of your life by doing 10% and automating, de- delegating, or just deleting the things you have in your life. And I've sort of been thinking a little bit about that idea, just like this. Okay, if I have 10 things I want to do, I think I tend to always start with the easiest and then don't necessarily get to the hard things at all. And I rarely, and that's actually one of my weaknesses, which I really need to work on is being better at delegating because I tend to just try to do too many things. And that's one thing I do need to work on. So anyway, this whole idea of 90-10, your life and work. If you have a list of 10, you have one thing that's the hardest, you do that because that's usually the most important thing that you need to get done. And the other things 
are not as important or hopefully you can delegate or automate. And even it was interesting because the other day I was sick. I've been I was sick last week and I was thinking, well, I'm going to just have Instacart deliver my groceries because then I don't have to go out to the store and go out in the cold and all that. So that's what I did. I did. I delegated or I, I paid someone else so they could do that work so that I wouldn't have to do that. And that was really nice. So I see how that could be such a nice thing. So 90-10 life and work. That's another 90-10 principle that is out there. The last thing that I... S oh, there was one thing. The 90-10 rule for decision making kind of if you're a manager at work. So this was this idea that 10% of the decisions should be made by higher level or managers or higher level people. Um, and then 90%, if you can get 90% of those decision-making things to your employees to give them autonomy, to feel like they are in charge, then that is a really good principle. And they were saying some companies have this like green, yellow, and red light kind of way to make decisions in your company so green you know you're you're go ahead you have the go ahead to make these decisions yellow you might need to check with your whoever is just a, in the the manager of you or the next level up anyway and then red light is that's upper management they have to make those decisions and according to this article it was saying that companies that had this principle their employees were happier because they felt they could make decisions and they just felt like they had less worry and anxiety because they they felt like they had some power I guess you want to you know they have power they they feel like they can do stuff and it's not just up to the upper management to make decisions so that was one other thing that was listed as a 90-10 rule for decision making, which I found really interesting. And then the last thing was this 90-10 um, rule in higher education, which I didn't quite really understand totally. And it was mostly saying that 90%, uh, I think it was something about having 10% of the people paying enough money for the colleges or something like that. But that one was a little more vague and didn't really apply to my principles here in my 90-10 cleanup principle, which I will give the full credit to my husband um, for creating that. Going back to my 90-10, like what... How do I find meaning in this idea, this whole 90-10 thing? Like, why am I talking about this, this whole finding the floor? And I think part of it is as you go throughout your life and as you're a parent and as you're kind of figuring out how to ma make your way and manage through your life, there are times when you just have to find the floor and pick everything up put it on a table and then you can move on and sometimes you deal with the stuff on the table and sometimes you don't and that's one of the funny like alternatives to the 90-10 principle so if you've ever been in a rush to like clean up and you're having people over 
which we would do a lot because we're kind of last minute people and we just we're like oh we have time tonight we should have people over and then we look around our house and we're like ah so we still go for it and we do the 90 10 but then if we're in a real rush we do what is called box of wonders and the box of wonders is pretty much the 90 10 principle but then you throw everything in the box and you throw the box either into someone's room or into a closet or wherever you can stash it before your company comes over which is kind of fun and awesome to just get it all cleaned up and then one of the drawbacks of the box of wonders is forgetting about the box of wonders when we lived at the house before where we live now we had it was a kind of a bungalow house and it had these the storage right under the eaves and it was just a ton of storage it was really awesome and we'd put these doors on the storage and so sometimes we'd do a total cleanup box of wonders and then we just throw the box in one of those storage and we would forget about this box and then like we'd open a couple months later we'd open it to look for something and they were like oh yeah but that's where all that stuff was and we find the box and and there you go if you're really in in a hurry and you need to clean up i i you can always do the box of wonders or you can do the room where you just throw everything in there but i think the box of wonders is nice is and everything in every room is clean and you just have like a box that's portable and then you like slowly get rid of things in the box so the 9010 it's just my story of how i um how we clean up and as I was thinking about finding meaning in this story and in all these other different principles, what I find interesting is finding, first of all, you have the seven habits of highly effective people, this idea that your response to life really does make a difference. And sometimes it's so easy to just get paralyzed by things that are happening in your life. And maybe just realizing that if you put all your things in a pile and then take a look at your life, I guess, if we want to talk metaphorically, it maybe seems a little more handleable or maybe you just see things as they are and you can kind of handle life and you can respond as you would like. And the other thing I've kind of been thinking a lot about too is just this um, 90-10 life rule of trying to delegate or doing the most important things. Am I doing the most important things? And so I've been thinking a lot about that. And so as I kind of finish up, I guess I want to add a challenge or I want to hear if anybody else does any funny cleanup principles like we do the 9010 because I'm sure there are plenty out there as you have kids and you try to figure out and make things fun. Um, or if you want to use a 90 principle, but I would love to hear how that all works out. And then also maybe see, I would love to hear how you apply any of any other of those 90, 10 things I kind of talked about other principles, either the seven habits of highly effective people or the 90, 10 life and work, or even 90, 10 rules of decision-making in your company. If you have a company that feels like gives people power and it's really great. I would love to hear about that. And I'm super excited. Thank you so much for listening. This has actually been a lot more fun than I was 
anticipating. So um, I'm hoping to come back with stories that are fun and funny and finding meaning. And um, thanks for listening and have a great week. All right. Bye. you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions come by findingthefloor.com where i will have show notes and links for anything i've mentioned today special thanks to seth johnson for creating and performing the theme music come back next week and thanks for listening 